0: Let me, we got we have a little of, we've got two different cards out here we need to be careful. one of them says giving plan that is for our debt retirement that's not faith promise okay the other card says faith promise mission so make sure you get the right card all right because if you don't we're not going to put it in the right place. so make sure you get the faith promise missions card. Uh, this morning. All right. Hymn number 502. You ready to sing? Say amen. Sing with me. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Lift high
1: his royal
2: Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just so thankful, Father, as we uh, continue our missions conference uh, today, Lord. And Father, we're just excited, Lord, to have our missionaries with us. We're excited to have our uh, beloved members and visitors who are here this morning, Father. And Father, we have come for one purpose and one purpose only, Lord, is to give you glory and honor, Lord, and and that the saints be edified in all that happens here today. Uh, We just pray, Lord, that you just uh, bless the preaching. And uh, bless all the uh, missionaries who have uh, uh, words uh, to give us and uh, presentations. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Come ahead, brother Cato. As you, uh, as we've been telling you this week, brother Cato is going to come. He's going to show. Um, uh, he's got a video. He's going to show us this morning about uh, Grants, New Mexico, and some of the people there some of the things that's been going on. So. Uh, uh, and then when, uh, after the video's over, Brother Cantrell's going to come and uh, talk to us a little bit about the uh, uh, Liberty Prison Ministries. Uh, God's using him in that. Amen. And uh, I've been, I've, I'm trying to be nice today because it's Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do the best I can. If it don't come out right, just go ahead and pray for me, you know. And But it, it's all about the missionaries today, right? Amen. See, Brother Kate, I, he's really throwing me because he's normally not not this nice. He's kind of like Brother Will, you know. He's uh, he he he's just he's nice ar- around here, but you know when you get to around him, you know he's just you know he's not. Y- y- y'all got to get to know him a little bit. Come here, Brother David.
3: Well, the reason I haven't been saying much about Brother White is because my wife said if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I've been trying to think of some nice things to say about them, but uh, y'all pray for me. (laughs) But uh, we are uh, missionaries to the native people in northwestern uh, New Mexico. We've been there five years. The video that we're about to show is just of that ministry. I wanted to concentrate on that. We've actually been missionaries for over 35 years. Most of that time was in Brazil, but I want to concentrate on our current ministry and by the way, this church has been supporting us for about 20 years. Amen. Amen. So uh, you, you had a part. If you give to missions, you had a part in the souls that were saved and the work that was done there. So, and I'd also like to say that we appreciate you folks. We appreciate, we are very thankful that we have a church like this uh, to partner with us. Amen. Amen. We couldn't do it without you. It's a team effort. Amen. I'm, we're thankful for the, the folks that come out uh, help for Vacation Bible School and I'm thankful for Brother White inviting us out here uh, to civilization I, I'm kind of missing the desert though but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's different I kind of get a culture shock you know like man there's people and cars everywhere <laughs> but, uh, but uh, uh, if you can maybe come on out next time they come out and experienced uh, the, the old West, amen. And uh, I'm still trying to think of something good to say about Brother White. So, so, we'll go ahead and show the video.
0: Since its establishment, the United States government has finished under the Constitution. Yet it is evident today that there is a generation that has never known the According to a gallery,
1: This and Thank
0: with uh, our people on uh, VBS to grants if you get a chance to go with us we've already got our dates uh, set Uh, brother Cato and I sat down the other day and uh, we already booked our dates for VBS for next year if you'd like to go come go with us there's uh, it's just uh, just seeing the kids and the smile on their faces uh, when you help them and when you do things for them but most of all when they get saved it's a uh, it, it's just a neat thing and uh, it, to be a part of, so if, we'll put the calendar out here in a few days and, and uh, so you can see that and, and come and go with us. Uh, it's work if we're not going on a vacation, it takes a lot of work and they work the folks that go, they work hard, they stay busy, and uh, we appreciate them very much. Appreciate Brother Cato and Miss Diane. they're, they're a blessing to us. I, I didn't know we had been supporting you that long. 20 years, huh? I know, right? It does seem like it's just a few days ago. But it, it, we'll never know this side of heaven, the impact that your mission money has on ministries and, and help like that. So we appreciate that very much. Appreciate you. Love you, Brother David. I, I've been poking fun of him, but he is a big blessing, and I, I appreciate you here, Miss Diane. But, Joy, why don't you come? All right? Uh, this is my sister's husband. <laughs> I'll, I'll be not. This is Brother Joey Cantrell. He's uh, uh, took uh, Liberty uh, Prison Ministries uh, from a Brother Collins that led him to the Lord, and just a. Uh, and I, I wanted to tell you some of his testimony and things today. But God's really, uh, Joy's one of those men that when he got saved, he got saved all over, and and God's using him, and I appreciate that. But more than that, he's good to my sister.
4: Amen. Amen. Come here, Joey. Yes, sir. Love you. Uh, uh, it's always a pleasure to be here with Central Park Baptist Church, and uh, I was telling my wife and Miss White last night that we were uh, coming. and I was expecting some hummingbird cake, but uh, I love her hummingbird cake. But somehow the preacher didn't tell her to make me a cake, so it doesn't seem to be having that I'll be having cake today, but. Y'all don't hold it against me because I'm not going to today, right? Yep. Amen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> as uh, as Pastor was saying, uh, I'm Joey Kentrell, my wife, Lou Ann, my lovely wife, and I want to thank her for putting up with me on the drive over here. Yep. Uh, but uh, we're with Liberty Ministries and uh, uh, Prison Ministry, and uh, Liberty Min- Prison Ministry uh, is important ministry because uh, we're, we reach out to the lawsuits of the Texas prison system, and and uh, prison ministry is very important because uh, I'm going to say 95% of us in here uh, know someone or have known someone that's been in prison or jails so that's an important place to reach to the souls. and I was one of those souls. and uh, we just want to tell you a little bit about uh, where our ministry has going and uh, how it started and uh, like uh, Pastor White said a little testimony about my life and how God changed me from the man I was into the man I became. Because uh, without the Lord's saving grace and the knowledge of free pardon of the sin that we have through our Lord Jesus Christ, I assure you I wouldn't be standing here today. Right. And uh, I was a lost soul, lost more than probably anyone that I, I've known. And I know if God can change my life, our mighty God, He can change anyone's life. But unfortunately, a lot of us uh, in prison systems, uh, we don't know the news. We weren't. we are not spread. And I. In the book of Luke, uh, Jesus, uh, Luke 10, Jesus is telling the 70, sending 70 men forth, his disciples, to spread the news of his coming. And uh, the, pa- the passage says that, uh, therefore, uh, that the harvest is great and the labors are few. Pray ye, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest send forth labors uh, to his harvest. And, and, and chapter 10, verse 3 he also says, go forth, behold, I send you as lambs amongst wolves. And I, I, I know y'all all know in here today that the situation that uh, our country and our world is going through yeah. right now. And uh, there's a lot of wolves out there. Right. And Satan's not hiding anymore. He's uh, showing uh, devil worshiping on TV, yeah. our kids in schools. And transgenderism going on in California right now, where these children uh, aren't—the parents aren't allowed to, uh, if they're not socially accepting their children as uh, transgenders—they're locking the parents up. And uh, our children are our future, and and that's the future uh, of—we have the foundation, our our found our foundation, our founder, which is God, that founded the church, our founder of the church, our followers. And then we have our future, which is our kids. Right. So it's important to get the message to our kids because we're learning and teaching these kids as they're growing. And it's important to send forth the labors, right. yeah. labors, to spread the message of the free, uh, free pardon of sin through we have, through our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, just a brief testimony about my life. I don't really like going into it, but my wife always says she never gets tired of hearing my testimony. And and uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's touching to hear that, but, uh, you know, uh, I was just a lost soul. And I was raised by a single mother, and I didn't have a father. And uh, at the age of about 13, I just started getting into drugs. Uh, at 11, my mother first put me in a Christian boy's home because uh, we were living on welfare, and just uh, she just couldn't, you know, pay to really take care of me anymore and couldn't control me. It's hard to believe at 11 years old, you couldn't, a parent couldn't control her own child, but that's the direction that my life had without a father. And uh, I was in a boy's home till I was age of 14. And when I, I, my mother did come back and pick me up and I went and moved back in with her. And at that time I started hanging around with the wrong people, peer pressure, and uh, started experimenting with marijuana. And uh, I know that's hard to believe as nice looking as I am, but, uh, and, and being a prisoner, but, uh, but my life started getting uh, out of cycle, and, uh, and I started hanging with the wrong people. Uh, and by the 18, uh, I was in prison, in Texas prison system. And I turned 18 in prison. So, uh, uh, and uh, at that time, in prison, uh, I was introduced to a gang called the Iron Brotherhood. And it's a prison gang. And uh, I grew, grew into being that gang as uh, a sergeant and i was in and out of prison and uh, just started inflicting pain on other people and other members and uh, just doing robbery and you know robbing people uh going in their houses with guns and tying them up and and just uh my life had became totally out of control and i was a plumber i worked on the weekends and on the summers as plumbing and i had a trade but uh i was just in and out of prison and i'd had uh no control and satan ruled my life. I was a slave to sin, and it's so easy to get caught up in this, and I never had anyone besides the church home that I was at for a while really tell me about the Lord, and uh, at that time, going in and out of prison, uh, I started rising in the ranks in the Aryan brotherhood, and eventually I rose to the rank of major and second in command of the prison gang in Texas and uh, in 1998, I, was, uh, I had some people break into my house, some other gang members from a rival gang, and uh, some drug dealers too, and uh, I went over there and held them, uh, I kidnapped them, held them hostage, tied them up, had guns to their head, hog tied them, and uh, I went back to prison. I was sentenced to, I did three years in the county jail, waiting to go to trial. They, kept, they offered me 40 years in prison, 40 years of my life and at that time I didn't think I was ever going to be out ever get out of prison and uh, uh, I wound up after 3 years eventually uh, uh, accepting a deal for 20 years so uh, 17 years of my my life as as being the second command of the Aryan Brotherhood uh, I was locked up 24 hours a day and uh, my house for 17 years was 6 by eight, that was it. And uh, just imagine being in, in that cage for six, eight, 17 years in a six by eight cell. I could sit on my bed and touch the, the walls with my feet, you know, and just had a toilet in there. And you're lucky you get to come out uh, one day a week to shower, maybe two days a week. You might get two days a week. Maybe get a little bit of wreck, but it's inside in a little small area. No human contact, Harley. So it was type of a Robinson Crusoe type. Uh, You spoke to your your people that were by you through the walls or yelled down through the cells. So uh, at that time, I had an opportunity. uh, God sent a laborer, right? A retired preacher that had a calling to start a ministry, right? Liberty Ministries, and brought him to that prison system. And the love he had. Is how I met Dr. Jack Collins. And uh, I was introduced to him in 2009. And at that time, my hair had been down, it was about here, right? My beard about here. My hair hung down to my face. So when I did come out handcuffed, I was always like, uh, just like a monster, you know, a slave to sin. Had no knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, But... That man touched my life. And God uses people as instruments. He uses his laborers, right? Right? That churches support, right? Missionaries to go to the prisons, go to the world, amongst wolves, right? And he used that man to touch my life. And uh, it was a blessing. And February 3rd, 2010, God saved my wretched soul. Amen, and uh, I started discipleship through Pastor Collins, and I'm not a preacher, but I tell you one thing I am, is I'm a soul winner, Amen. Amen. and I know how to win souls, I know how to reach the people, and I prayed, I remember before I sent that letter, my hair was here, and I was convicted by, uh, by the Holy Spirit, and I remember praying and telling him, Lord, you know, my life, I've been a slave to sin, the Bible tells us we can't serve two masters, Right. So at that time, I made the decision that I want to change in my life. And I never knew anything I said about the Bible, about preaching, about being saved. But I made a decision and I've made a, a promise to the Lord. If you come into my life and change my life and I accept you, Father, please just change my life. I'll serve you. I'll serve you. And uh, I asked Dr. Chuck Hollins to come down, and, and uh, he led me to Christ in, in segregation. And I remember coming in when I called him and I asked him to come down here to visit me through this glass. My hair was, like I said, the last time he seen me was down to here. Uh, I was rejecting the Holy Spirit. But uh, when they handcuffed me and brought me in, I remember turning around and faced him. He had his back to me. And when he turned around, he saw seen me, and he said, son, I believe I have the wrong guy. And uh, I said, no, sir, Dr. Jack, it's me. Yeah. And uh, he said, Joey? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, well, he goes, uh, you clean up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, well, thank you. So, uh, but my life changed. I started setting goals. I was still in segregation. I quit the gang. I told the gang I'm through. Uh, I'm changing my life. I want a better life. The gang, uh, I didn't need the gang. Then the gang needed me. You know what I mean? So I made a decision. I, I made that promise to God. Change my life, and I'll serve you. And I wanted to start working with youth programs, reaching out to the kids. I said, that's our future, right? Our yeah. That's where you start, from the young, to teach their young. So, uh, but it also, to, to start reaching out to uh, uh, prisoners. And uh, because I knew if I have never was told about a missionary, a labor sent forth, as I said, taught me, then I need to be a laborer. I need to go forth right? I need to spread the good news. And, uh, today's the day of salvation. There's no time to wait, you know? So, uh, I got out in 2018 and, uh, started doing testimonies for Liberty Ministries, going to, uh, the jails and started going to churches. And, uh, I was already going to another church in Spring, uh, in, uh, in Boyd. And, uh, Dr. Jack called me on a Wednesday night and asked me, Joey, do you mind coming over here to Springtown and meet over here at uh, Springtown Baptist Temple and to do a sh- short testimony? And I said, yeah, yes, sir, I'll, absolutely, I'll be there. So uh, it was mission week, and I went over, and uh, I happened to meet my uh, the, the late, great Dr. George White, my father-in-law. And uh, Anyway, uh, but I had, to, had had an opportunity to meet him, Dr. Jack Collins. Him had been a friend since they were 17, right. and uh, Dr. Collins, 17 years old when he started church, called to, to uh, preach in Springtown. So him and Dr. Uh, Dr. White had been friends that whole time. So, but I did a sh- short testimony over there, and uh, uh, Brother Luther, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, asked me at that time to come back Sunday. So. Uh, I came back Sunday morning and uh, came back Sunday night and uh, just the spirit in that church was just a spirit, same spirit here. And uh, that spirit brings, you know, Delbert, y'all have a great preacher here. And I want y'all to know that because uh, it was passed down from his father and he actually cares about his people, his flock. And uh, it's just great preaching and uh, it's the legacy of Dr. George White that's passed down right here. Not only to to Delbert, to Luther also, and and his children, and my wife. And that was one of the goals I had was when I first was released. uh, Through discipleship, I didn't date anybody for a year. I wanted to meet the right lady. I wanted to meet someone that had the same values and morals, the same beliefs that I had. And uh, that lady has taught me a lot. And uh, I wouldn't be married to her today if I hadn't uh, Dr. Jack Collins had not the labor, right? Brought me to the church, right? And met the family that I'm, I'm, I'm part of right now. And it's, it's God's blessing that God uses me as an instrument. And uh, it's important to remember that, uh, that as these instruments, you know, we're all given blessings in our life. Everything God's given us, he can take away. And, and these blessings that God gives us, how we use them are blessings back to God so uh, we need to, uh, it's Faith Promise Mission, uh, it's y'all's Faith Promise uh, Mission this week. And uh, I want y'all to remember that I appreciate all the support that y'all give us. We just got our website picked back up. And uh, the last time we went, uh, the time before last was in June. We, we went down to Huntsville, my wife and I, and uh, there was four men saved that day in the chapel, and uh, because I'm not at just doing one-on-one, I'm actually, we're going into the prison, because sometimes the churches will hold 350, 400 men at one time, I think it's better for us to reach out with more men than one-on-one, than a discipleship, but we still like to reach one-on-one, but uh, the last time was July the 28th we went, and uh, September's been a, a big, bad month for us, we've uh, had a lot of issues going on in our lives, and uh, but we're about to pick back up, but I want to thank you all for the support and remember that not only when you do your faith missions, I was talking about this to Brother Delbert this morning my brother in law and uh, but we need to remember that not only do we need to tithe ten percent and I'm not I know I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings in here about tithing and you know supporting missions, but missionaries go where other people don't want to go, right? right. And being saved Christians and saints of God, you're also supporting the missionaries. You're also missionaries, too. Right. So your support sends forth these missionaries, Brother Cato, which I enjoyed your video, too, Brother Cato, by the way. Uh, but it, 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 it sends, sends us out and helps us reach out to the lost souls. And that's important to remember, to reaching out to lost souls, no matter where it is, anywhere in the world. But uh, I want to thank you all for allowing us to be here. And uh, your continued support. And uh, as I said, not only do you need to tithe your ten percent, your faith missions, but uh, God also commands us to tithe our time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. we need to tithe our time, ten yeah. percent. So reading your Bible, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. How many? I mean I don't want to put anybody out there today, but I mean, how many read their Bible today? No, you don't have to raise your hand. Or yesterday, right? So, uh, and. It's important that we tie their time. So just remember that. As I said, we're thankful for what's allowing us to be here. And uh, uh, I'm just thankful for my salvation today. And I'm thankful that God sent forth a labor to put in my life to change my life. Because I wasn't happy with the man I was, but I'm happy with the man I became. Thank you all. Can I say a short prayer, please? Father God, thank you for allowing us to be here today, and uh, we're just thankful for this church, we're thankful for the members of this church, we're thankful for this missionaries also, Father, that that you send forth as your laborers, Father God. I just want to say a special prayer today, Father God, for the people of Israel. I ask that you uh, just bless them, continue to strengthen them, and uh, watch out for your people, Father God, watch out for our country, and uh, I just pray for our pastor here, Brother White, and just continue to... to uh, lift this church up to you Father God and, and continue to bless it uh, we're thankful for, mostly for our salvation we have through your son Jesus Christ Father God the name above all names amen first met dad was at the church but I wanted I would like to say a quick story today a little bit please that as, and I forgot to say this but it's, it's, it's a story about being an instrument right and just last week or the week before, we were at my mother-in-law's funeral, right? And Brother Shelton, you were there, or uh, I believe you were there that day. Uh, but there, we have a member of our church, and I'm not going to say his name, but uh, but he's a member, him and his wife. They've been going to our church. Actually, I'll tell you what. I met him, uh, I met the, the brother at Home Depot, him and his wife. And I, I'm a plumber, by the way. Don't hold it against me. And uh, Brother English, where are you at? Is he <laughs> there he is. So don't hold it against him either, right? So but uh anyway, uh I just started witnessing to these people at Home Depot one day, this is about four years ago, and tell them, Hey, you know, have you heard the word of you know God today and you know Jesus loves you and uh well uh what church do you go? I, we go to Springtown Baptist Temple and uh well we're looking for a church. I said, Well come on out here. I, I promise that people will love you and, and welcome you and so they wind up coming, they're members of our church and and uh The past two years, they'd kind of fallen off. So, but uh, at my mother-in-law's gravesite, uh, uh, the brother came up to me and I said, "Brother, I missed you. How you been? I love you. Why haven't you been coming to church?" You know, he goes, "Brother Joey, I got a lot of stuff going on right now, and you just wouldn't believe it. You know, and you wouldn't believe what what's going on right now in my life and at home." And I said, "Well, brother, have you you prayed? Because I know every time he was called up." at men's prayer breakfast, or, and I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but uh, every time he's called up for prayer, he refused to pray. So, if you're not praying at home, church, right? right? You're not praying at home, right? Right? right. right? right. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you refuse to pray at church, you're worshiping God, all day Sunday's God's day, right? Yeah. You're not praying at church, you're not praying at home. Right. So, I just t- talked to him, and I said, Brother John, I mean, what's going on? I mean, what, what he goes, brother, he goes, I just want to tell you, there's one thing. And this is being words of an instrument is one word that has stuck to me that I learned from Dr. George White was, do you know that you know, that you know, that you know that you're saved. And that's a word I would say to my father-in-law that he says it every service, every service that's his, and uh, a great man, a great legacy. And, uh, I said, he goes, Brother Joey, I, I I, don't think I'm saved. Well, Brother John, you're a member of our church. You know, with deacons, they might not be saved. You know, you never know. But the Holy Spirit convicted his heart, right? And when the Holy Spirit convicts you, we have to answer. Today's the day of salvation, right? And right there at that time, I led Brother John to, to Christ. Right there. So, And that was the legacy of these words that were brought down from Another labor, right, to lead a man to to Christ that thought he didn't know he was saved. And how many of us are here today that aren't assured of their salvation? We don't know. And I'm sure that there's people that we all need a touching, but there's probably few in here today that need a special touching. So just keep that in mind. And if the Holy Spirit's convicted you today, any words that I said or later in the service that the preacher says or. Brother Cato's, missionaries, films, just remember that today's the day to answer, right. Right? right? Today is the time of salvation. Don't wait, because you need to do it today. Yeah. We never know what tomorrow has for us. Right. We not, might not be here tomorrow, right. you know what I mean? Right. So I want to thank y'all. Thank y'all very much for allowing us to be here, and uh, we'll see y'all next time.
0: That's, to me, that's a great testimony, amen. That just shows you the grace of God. And I, I get Brother Joe, he don't like talking about his, you know, his past, but, you know, sometimes I, I believe that if people, say, they see us like we are now, and they don't realize uh, the work that God's done on us and through us, and, and folks need to know that, and I, I appreciate that testimony. It just shows you what God can do, Amen. And there's no one that God cannot reach, no one, no, no, nothing that you've ever done that God can't clean you up, and and I'm thankful for that. I'm, uh, I, I would I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall when he first met Dad. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't there, but, you know, Dad's never been one to mix words. He, I'm certain that he was straight to the point and got and got his point across when, uh, Joey came, but. Joy's uh, been a blessing to our family, and y'all. I want y'all to pray for him. We support. Uh, we do support you, right? Okay, good. I thought we did. I was kind of wondering if we could, should keep going, but I mean, but now you know. We I think we'll do that. You know, he's done a good job. But I appreciate y'all. Pray for him. The last couple of months have been difficult, and uh, they. Uh, my sister Luann and my other sister Jerusha, they have really, and I've told you this already, but they've been the uh, the. Uh, uh, you know, the, the soldiers with taking care of all the work with mom and dad's stuff, and I really appreciate them, what they've done. They've worked hard. And, you know, us boys, we've kind of, we've pitched in a little bit every once in a while, but they've done all the work, and I appreciate that. And, and uh, so pray for them as they get back on the road again for their prison ministry. And let them know that you're going to be praying for them. This is why you ought to be involved in Faith Promise Missions. And I like what he said about laborers. Amen. Amen. And uh, without your help, we can't help the Cato's and Grants, New Mexico. We can't help Liberty Ministries. And we'll not be able to help Brother Doty. He's going to be with us uh, this morning in our worship service preaching with church planters. Listen, if we don't get some other churches started, missionaries and faith promises are going to go by the wayside. So we've got to have some churches. And he's going to present that in just a little while. So. Uh, please uh, pray for them. So I want you to get around. We're going to dismiss here in just a second. It's about 12 minutes after, a little bit early, so you've got about 15 minutes. Uh, Got a lot of things going on here in just a little while. Uh, I think that we've got some special music going. Miss White, are the kids going to sing? Okay, good. The kids are going to sing for us this morning. Uh, Some of them are going to pick, and some of them are going to grin, and some of them are going to sing. Amen. I love, this, I love to hear and watch our kids sing, so I'm looking forward to that. Got some special music as well. But more than anything else, listen, please be in prayer about what God would have you do with Faith Promise Missions and all God's people can say. Amen. Father, help us, Lord. Lord, thank you for uh, the testimonies, God, that we've heard this week. Uh, Lord, Brother Tyler Yates, God, and uh, Lord, his ministry there, in the Yucatan Peninsula, Lord, Brother Cato there with the Navajo people in Grants, New Mexico. Father and I pray for Brother Doty this morning, God, as he comes in just a little while and preaches, Lord, as a church planter. God, I pray for him as well, and Lord, I pray God that you would help us and move in moving our hearts, Lord, and uh, God that we will allow you to speak to us about what you would have us do in in faith, promise missions, giving. So that, Lord, we can be laborers for the cause of Christ. God, the laborers are few. Uh, Lord, the days are short. And the Bible says, a night cometh when no man can work. So, God, help us to be laborers today for the cause of Christ. Bless us, Lord, and give us, uh, we give you praise for it all because it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Got about 15 minutes. Go and uh, uh, shake hands with one another. Take a restroom break and be right back at 1030, okay?